0: Welcome to week 49. Today we are looking forward to 2023. Um we only have a few more weeks left of this year. Um how do you guys feel about that that we have a few more weeks left. That we're in December.
1: That was like the hardest reality check I've had so far. I was like week 49 and this is the 52 weeks podcast. <laughs> And I also just got a little bit sad that it's almost over. That's crazy.
0: I know. I feel like summertime, like week 30, everyone's like, can this be over? This is hard. But then (laughs) it's the end. It's like, wait, so, um, but I really wanted to talk about who we like 2023, but more importantly, who we envision our future self to be in 2023. Um, You know, who is our future self in January? Who are we in July? Who are we in October? And, um, you know, Tracy introduced me to Benjamin Hardy. Go, Mr. Hardy, I mean, Dr. Hardy. Um, and, And, you know, I've been doing his 30 day challenge and I found it really fascinating. So he has this article Um, that I found about our our future self. And he said that in life, usually the biggest, um, and Tracy, help clarify this because I'm sure you've heard this from his staff, but that you see the most growth, like 15 to 25. There's a lot of changes from starting to drive (laughs) to having to get a job, oftentimes moving at your parents' house. Maybe you're getting married to kids, you know, like that's a big thing. Then 25 to 35, that's a lot of growth. Um, and then 35 to 45, sometimes not as much, 45 to 55, he said that, that the older you get, the less growth you see and the less change in, in yourself as you look back at your past self. Because people, as they get older, they get more comfortable. They don't want to take risks. They don't want to do things that are out of their norm. And so they aren't growing as drastically. And I found that to be so fascinating, especially because I'm approaching, approaching, approaching on like that phase of life where people are getting a little bit more comfortable and there's not as much growth. Um. so with that, um, I just want to share this, this quote It says personal confidence comes from making progress towards goals that are far bigger than your present capabilities. And, and he talks a lot about how when you know who your future self is, like you see the whole vision and that little stumbling block or that Achilles heel um, isn't there anymore. When you view yourself as like your past self and your future self are two, two different people it's easier sometimes to comprehend that. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, my first thought was,
1: man, I really need to work on myself before my personality and habits and everything solidify at like 35. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that also, I, I also think that is really interesting how you just kind of stop changing as much. And, and I feel like that's totally... I feel like that makes a lot of sense. I feel like I've I've kind of experienced that like I when I was in high school, I feel like I was I had a lot more energy and I was a lot more gung-ho and and I just it was like go 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 like I I know I've talked about this before like there's sometimes I didn't even sleep cuz I was just like doing homework all night and then I go to school and and I kind of got to a place in my life where I just I didn't want to work like that and and I kind of felt myself not stop but I wasn't like pushing myself as much as I used to and I'm realizing that I'm a lot happier when I push myself and I get out of my comfort zone. So I hope that I can push myself and get out of my comfort zone my whole life no matter what age I am.
0: Well and that's a cool thing that he talks about that our personality isn't permanent that we can change constantly and I think that we have that growth mindset. Um, you're more willing to take opportunities. And I look at at the risk and growth that you take all the time. So I feel like you're a person that that you will be constantly growing into your 80s. You and Jacob will be like, this is our 500th 100th marathon. Holy
1: moly. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. I hope so. I hope I'm running 100-mile races when I'm 80.
0: <laughs> so, Tracy?
2: Um, I think that... Benjamin Hardy is really good at uh, capturing things that like helping you to try to capture that future vision. And at the same time, uh, I see a couple stumbling blocks with this. And one is that I see for myself seeing the future is really weirdly strange. For me, it's difficult. It's really difficult to visualize like what I even want. So it's some people are really clear about their vision. And for me it's like, wait, wait, what do I want? You know? And so it's interesting that I really struggle with that piece. And I struggled with that piece for a long time. So that's it's an interesting thing to be like, Hey, is that really what I want? And I don't I just Sometimes what I do want and my husband wants are two different things for Mm -hmm. our future, and so that's interesting. (laughs) So I think that's an element that uh, is interesting to like consider. And then another thing that I am currently thinking about is what really does create happiness. And this isn't even something from what I've read, but um, I think it's being in alignment with the laws of God when you are in in alignment with God's laws, it automatically breeds peace. Like one of the the outcomes of that is that it, it can bring inner peace and inner peace is prerequisite to happiness. And I think that, um, getting yourself in a place, seeing maybe, maybe for me, what I need to visualize is more of my spiritual, like my spiritual future self or who she was in the past that can help her to be a better, like to focus on the future um, spiritually. Um, But for some reason, I don't know why, what's on my mind right now is actually, how do we become peaceful inside so that that happiness is available to us now, not
0: when we get somewhere. Well, and, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up because I feel like visualizing is very, very easy for me. So when I heard this concept, I instantly connect with it where there's other concepts that I don't connect with as well. And I agree with what you're saying of that inner peace and being happy where we're at now. But I I think that from what I've, like, read of his and learned, it's like when you have that bigger picture, he said that when you um, – when you lose hope you lose motivation and so like I've just seen lately as I've re like saw who I want my future self to be um, that I'm able to be like okay this is how my future self would behave and so sort of like you were saying in alignment it brings peace I feel like when you're aligned with your future self that brings peace as well and it's not like oh when I get that I'll be happy it's like no you're still happy right there because you're developing those qualities does that make sense yeah that's
2: right yeah I think you're right actually I think that that's also what Benjamin specifically I mean Benjamin says that when you have a clear vision of where you're going then it helps you to take the steps now that are going to help you feel more successful anyway in your day-to-day life but um I don't know sometimes I think I see it as like an either like an um, either or, rather than a both and.
1: Mm. I I also want to to mention, like, the analogy of you're hiking up a mountain and you need to remember to stop and look behind you and see how far you've come. And I think that's how you can find peace in the present, too, is just realizing, like, like um, I see other runners around me and I'm like, man, like, I am – I'm not that good of a runner. Like I'm not anywhere near where I want to be. But then I look back at myself in high school and high school Melody would be so excited and so proud of present Melody who's running ultras now, you know? So I think that's important to know too.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, it's nice to be able to, um, especially when you're hiking and you're like, man, look how far I've made it. This is
1: gorgeous. Instead of like looking at the top and being like, oh, I still have so, so far to climb, you know?
0: Yes, exactly. Um, So with this, our invitation for this week is to think about your future self. And there's some questions that I wanted to ask you guys. And the invitation is just to like ponder this. So, um, where is my zoom though I lost you guys where did you go okay um so um I want you guys to think about 2023 how are you going to do your goals differently is there something like that your future self does differently than you do right now Um, Do you guys have a word for the year? Is there a different way that you're gonna track your goals? Um, How are your routines? What are your habits? Just, I wanna just talk about like, what you guys feel like you would like to do differently for really focusing on for next year. We'll do an episode at the end talking about what we learned from this year, but um, this is like thinking towards our future, what we wanna do differently.
1: So, my word for 2023, I decided, is discipline. And I decided that after listening to a Jocko podcast. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Jocko. I, what, do you know his no. last name, Tracy? Well, is it-
2: Wilco? Wilco? Jocko Wilco? Is that the one?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, and actually... I take that back. It actually wasn't Jocko's podcast. It was the oh, Order yeah.
2: Willink, Willink, or something. Like oh, that. okay. Oh, maybe it's not that. Sorry, but
1: that's I'm not sure. But you know what I'm talking- a- Anyways, it was a podcast I listened to. It was actually the Order of the Man podcast, and he was interviewing Jocko Will something. And um, Jocko is kind of like David Goggins esque. He's just all about discipline and. Um anyways, he said something in that podcast. He said discipline equals freedom and that just really clicked for me. Like I feel like it, it puts so many pieces of my life puzzle together and you know, I've talked about my like rebellious side and I hate feeling like I'm trapped or like I have to do things. I want to do things in my own way on on my own watch and and um So I kind of have, what I've been doing this year is I've taken this approach of like, I'm just going to focus on what I want to do. And like, I haven't, I've been trying to follow a schedule, but I never stick to it. And if I want to sleep in, I sleep in. If I want to eat the cookie, I want to eat the cookie. If I want to cut my run short, I cut my run short. And I think that was really good for me for a couple of years because I used to live on the way far Other end of the spectrum of I never let myself ever do anything I wanted to do, and it was just discipline, discipline, discipline. But then I feel like I went too far on the other end of the spectrum of I'm not disciplined enough, and I'm thinking about myself too much. And I feel like I this year I want to focus on finding that balance of being disciplined, doing things that I don't want to do, um, and also doing the things that I want to do. and, and being disciplined. So I have freedom over my life and my choices. And, and I want to be the one who chooses my, my life, um, the way I live my life. And anyways, so that's my word is discipline. Um, and I also want to focus on keeping my priorities straight. And I wrote down my priorities so I can see them every day. And my priorities are God, Jacob, Relationships, running, and then work. So I ask myself every night if I if I kept my priorities straight. So, anyways, those are some of my thoughts for 2023.
0: Wait, your focus was God, Jacob, what? God, Jacob, relationships,
1: um, myself, like my my health, and then my business.
0: I just was writing that down, so we had record. (laughs) I like that, though. (laughs) I like how you have it very specific. Yeah. So,
1: anyways, I've I've been trying to stick to that discipline principle and doing what I say I'm going to do. I'm sticking to my schedule, even if I don't want to do it. I'm doing what my run coach tells me to do, like, to a T, I'm also working with a nutritionist right now, and I'm doing what she tells me today to do to a T. And um, I'm just—I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I feel a lot more energized. I feel a lot more happy. And whenever I was feeling a lot of resentment in my life before, because I felt trapped, like I had no choice, like I had to get up early and I had to eat healthy food and I had to do all these things, but now that I've changed change my mindset to discipline equals freedom. And this is me choosing to do all these things. It's like that resentment is gone. That resentment for life is gone. And, uh, and I'm happy to do these things. So.
2: Wow. This was really profound. I'm excited for all those listeners out there who get to hear that, because I think that the discipline equals freedom. That's a lot more appealing than either of those in their, kind of, I mean, either of those kind of by themselves, just discipline or just freedom uh, yes. so as the corollary is really, is the power. I mean, that's the power of what you just
1: shared. Yeah. Yeah. And um, something I was telling this to my sister and she was like, she was like, well, what about the word love instead of discipline? And she was like, cause discipline just sounds so like hard. And And, and I was like, well, I was like, it does, but I'm like, I'm being disciplined because I love myself. And for me personally, discipline, that kind of hardness to that word, that kind of gives me the kick and the oomph that I need to get out of bed in the morning. Like that motivates me to like what talking about our future selves. When I think about my future self, like I am a kick, but 30 year old with kids and I'm strong and I'm going to my runs and I'm tough and and like that motivates me. I like that. So the word discipline, I I I just like the the kick that it it gives me. It really resonates with me. So
2: I love that. That was really motivating to listen to.
1: Thank
0: really. you. <laughs> Trace, what about you for this next year? Um I
2: to be honest, I have not thought too much about this. I knew this was the invitation, but and I set up some time right before this call to do it, but that time got taken up by some other things that came along. And what I think I really like, I, my word that I naturally kind of gravitated towards was being intentional. So just intention, intentionality. And the reason why I think that's so important is actually because I there was a young woman who was out running one morning and she crossed a road it was really, I mean, it was right by being at her highway and she got hit and killed immediately. And she's my age. Um, and I went to her funeral and one of the things that they, that stuck out to me about the whole funeral was there was this sign she had in her house that said, be intentional. And I really, that's has stayed with me ever since that funeral about how important it is to be intentional about how i live every day and if there's one thing i would like to do in 2023 it's to be intentional in serving others it's to be intentional intentional about thoughtfulness not um i mean being open to the spirit and how it's influencing me and being intentional that when i receive those promptings i will act on them And being intentional that I will think of other people and actively pursue letting them know I'm thinking about them or love them or whatever it may be. I don't want to leave those words unspoken. I want to speak those words. I want to show in my actions. I want to make those appointments to meet up and do those things. Like I want to be intentional about how I live my life. And I want it to be daily intentionality, not just Blah da because I have had many blah days in my life where there's been nothing superb or excellent about those days. And I've had days where I set an intention and I saw those intentions be fulfilled when I didn't even try. Sometimes I didn't even try and they just came to fruition because I simply thought about them and wrote them down. And today was actually one of those days where that happened to me. And I was like, I didn't even try to make those things happen, but I feel like because I like set the intention, my eyes were opened to it. And even after something happened, I was like, oh, that was like set part of my intention. I didn't realize that, right? But I like fulfilled it unknowingly kind of a thing. And so I think um, for me, intentionality is kind of the goal, even of these big these big dreams that are so big, you can't conquer them without breaking it down. Um, I think, yeah, being intentional is so important for me.
0: I love that. Well, and I loved how you said that you've had many days that you weren't intentional and nothing superb happened. And I I don't know what you think about that, like our day, each day really is valuable and each day does serve a purpose. And when you're thinking of being intentional, it's like, whoa, it's a whole new perspective.
2: And our lives are literally the result of our days, like lives consist of our days, consist of our minutes, consist, you know, they like are broken down into these smaller pieces. And, and I think when we look back on a day and I I guess I want to share this one question that I've been, this has been my favorite question on my, this high performance planner. Um, It says, someone I could surprise with a note gift or sign of appreciation is dot, dot, dot. And then you write in somebody for that day. And I don't always do it exactly that way, but I have found that to be one of the most meaningful parts. When I follow through with that, when I like write the note, when I say like spend time talking to someone, when I specifically intentionally call or text or um, specifically being like in that mindset, uh, seeking out how I can bless that person's life. I feel like that has added that meaning that we all need in our daily lives.
0: That's awesome cool that's really cool um well we're ending with time so I am just gonna share really quick my so today listening to Benjamin Hardy yes I know I've brought him up a lot today but he um talked about how oftentimes with goals we don't tell people because we don't want to fail and I feel like that has been my running right like I did this podcast to start to be to be um, intentional with it and to be consistent and it's in the intro, but often if you've been listening for the past almost four years, like there would be different things that I wouldn't be on my game and um, I wouldn't do my workouts. And so my big thing is this year, like that is my, and he talks about just focusing on one focus and that's my number one focus. Um, And next year I want to run a marathon in under, in three hours and 50 59 minutes. And Melody has told me that that's realistic for me. (laughs) So I've consulted my coach and I want to do three marathons next year. And, um, and I've been doing my training lately perfectly, which has been proud. Like I've been proud of myself, but I just feel like pitching myself as that runner. It's like, no, this is my priority. So. If I want to do that, I'm gonna to go to bed and get the sleep that I need and everything. So so it's felt good to like recommit to that as my priority and to examine if I want it or not. So.
2: Can I okay. add, just add one little yeah. thing? It, the, the question that came to my mind was, will it make the boat go faster? I don't know if you guys have read the boys on the boat, boys in the boat or whatever, but the one question that dictated every choice they made, this was the English row team, And they had it won for like, they were cursed. They kind of had this curse where they couldn't win. And the question on the year that they finally won and they broke the cursed streak of not winning was the question every member of the boat asked was, will it make the boat go faster? And that was the decision. That was the question that dictated their choices about Oh, should I stay up late tonight and go to that party? Will it make the boat go faster? Should I eat that cookie? Will it make the boat go faster? Should I, should I, um, read my scriptures right now? Rather like get on my phone instead of read my scriptures. Like, will it make the boat go faster? Right. That was the, that was the precursory question that led them in their decision-making skills. And it was that little bit of that little bit, those little changes, those little Things that like equated to them actually winning. Anyway.
0: Appreciate I love that. So Will it make me go faster? That works out perfect. So
1: yeah. Will it
0: make your legs go faster? Yeah, well, oh, I like that. Will it make my legs go faster? Wow,
1: that right, right. is powerful. That's way powerful. That is so cool. <laughs> so wow, I want to hang that up somewhere. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Well, and i even like i have above like my medals i have i photoshopped a picture of me from my fastest marathon and it says 2024 and there's the background <laughs> of me holding a pr sign in a qualifying it's a that's terrible so photoshopping awesome. job but that's the first thing i see <laughs> in the morning and so i love that will it make my legs go faster so Well, let's end on that note. So our invitation for you this week is to think about 2023, to ask yourself, what is your future self gonna be like? Are there any ways that you wanna change your goal planning from how you did it last year to this year? And can you really picture yourself in all these months? Can you picture yourself how you're gonna be in January, in July, in December? And if you can't, that's okay. Um, But just think towards the future so thanks for listening guys focus on the fire yes